0: do you know what happens when you start a travel podcast in 2020? What? Nothing. Hey there and welcome, we're Colleen
1: and Paul of Metal and Fire.
0: If our voices sound familiar, it's because we've moved over from our original channel Introvert Adventures, uh, the travel blog that we started with our friends in January of 2020. <laughs>
1: We got a few episodes out, and then the whole world was grounded, and we had no more stories to tell. We couldn't even get together to record. It was a hot mess.
0: Yeah, 2020 in general was kind of a hot mess. True. (laughs) But uh, we missed traveling, and we for sure missed sharing our adventures, our tips and tricks, and just info-dumping extremely obscure facts that you can bust out at random. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, three years later, we're back, back on the road, and back on the air. Good to be here. Thanks for checking us out. So thanks for joining us, two nerdy metalheads constantly wandering off the beaten path in an attempt to answer the burning question. Hey,
1: what's over there?
0: (laughs) And telling our stories of adventure to anyone who will listen.
1: That would be you.
0: So we've just returned from the biggest trip that I think we've ever planned, uh, an international family trip.
1: Oh my god, yes. We went to Ireland with both of our families and... At first I was afraid that uh, it was going to be an unmitigated disaster but it actually turned out really amazing and I think we definitely learned a bunch of stuff and it's definitely got the itch to travel. Oh for sure.
0: Know? I was I was apprehensive. I um it, I was very excited. You know, it goes with like group chat trips. I was really excited and then once everyone was like, "Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it." I kind of pulled back, "What have I gotten myself into?" <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think there was, like, nine of us at one point, yeah, and then we were yeah. down to five, and I think we ended up with, like, seven.
0: Yeah, which is really good for a group chat trip. Mm-hmm. Usually you start with nine, you wind up with, like, three-ish.
1: I mean, maybe your experiences are different, dear listener, but uh, not everyone really follows through with their commitments when they say, yeah, oh, that sounds like a great idea.
0: Yeah, it always sounds like a great idea until it's time to plan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's everybody wants in on the Vortex Magic.
1: That's true. You know,
0: um, traveling, there is something very magical about saying, that's a great idea. And then just being able to go on the trip without having to do the behind the scenes work. If you have the right tools and technology, you can definitely make it look like magic. So that's, that's what we're here to share.
1: Yeah, this episode is all going to be about the uh, tools and tech that we use to make sure we have a good time when we are out on the road. And uh, a lot of it is stuff that you've uh, introduced me to. You're actually <laughs> quite on the cutting edge of travel tech, I would say.
0: I, my my parents call me gadget girl. I always have I always have the gadget or the app or the thing, that uh, the magic wand. With our previous podcast, like we said, we got out. I believe it was three episodes, um, but we did have a fourth in the works. It was about travel tech, so we had recorded it, and now so much has changed that a lot of it is really irrelevant. So, so we dusted off our our notes, not literally because laptops exist. We updated. Our notes, and uh, we've got some good tips for you today. Basically, travel tech falls into two main categories: apps, websites, you know, literal like technology, software, things that you can't touch, but that you do need to plan your travel and um, track your travel and your expenses, and in some cases, your friends. <laughs> and then um, physical gadgets. Like there's another type of travel tech that's actual things that you can take with you that. Make things a lot better. So we're going to be talking about the first type, the software, because I think the physical gadgets um, work better when you can see us. So.
1: Uh, yeah, we're going to try and get some some film down and shoot some videos and stuff and throw it on social media because that's what the kids do these days, right?
0: That's what I hear. That's yeah. what all the cool kids are doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My grandma's on TikTok. She's a she's a pretty cool kid. So. She's a very cool kid. Yeah. So um, so I guess we need to be there. So yeah, let's uh, let's let's chat. The beginnings of any trip usually start with, you know, images. You you eat with your eyes first. My brother says the phone eats first. Ah,
1: yes. (laughs) Got to take the pictures for the gram.
0: He took a picture of everything we ate in Ireland. Phone eats first. And that's where a lot of trips start. You know, you see something awesome on Instagram or Pinterest and you just pin it. You know, you you save it in your little folder and you think, I want to go. I have a Pinterest board called I want to go to there. And it's just crazy places that maybe someday I'll go. One of my favorites, and it's a lesser known app, or at least to me until this trip, is um, it's called Wanderlog. And what it is, is sort of a hybrid of like Pinterest, Google Maps, and also, I don't know, a mini travel agent inside your phone. (laughs) What you can do is um, you can read travel guides from other users who have been to a place or who live in a place and are sharing insider information. So you read through these like an itinerary and you can sort of pick out, oh, this person has a three-day itinerary for Prague. And you can sort of choose what's going to be, if you are looking at someone who's done like a lot of off the beaten path stuff, that's what we gravitate toward, um, and then throw in a couple of you know big tourist traps. So it's really told from a personal perspective. And I really enjoy that. It's almost like reading a blog and then for the user, they are very short little blog pieces. So you can just snap a photo, um, jot down the cost or opening hours. And it's kind of like having a friend in that city tell you where to go, where are the best places that they went, where are the best places that they ate. And so I really, really like that social aspect of it. You can also search for things to do. So if you're looking for specifically castles, that's something we were looking for in Ireland, (laughs) or if you're looking for specifically, um, you know, churches or landmarks, uh, my mom loves UNESCO world heritage sites. That's, that's like her thing she wants to see in every continent. Um, so you can search for specific things and then read about them and gravitate toward people that travel the way you do. Once you have everything kind of saved and pinned places you want to go. You can add people to your itinerary. So I can see if my list matches up with your list. You can, maybe you want to go to some, you know, crazy restaurants and I didn't think of food. Not likely. Um, but yeah, we can like mesh our itineraries together and track each other. And it's a really, really, um, it's a wonderful app. It's called Wanderlog. And, um, that was definitely huge, a huge help because we had a lot of personalities, on that trip to Ireland with us.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a challenge to make sure everyone was happy, but uh, I think we did a good job. Everyone seemed to enjoy the trip. Oh, and sure. I think we exposed some people to uh, some new things that they haven't really considered before.
0: Absolutely. I really enjoyed that.
1: The next app that I want to talk about is one that you introduced me to and that I'm using uh, currently for a trip that I have coming up, uh, Tripcase, which is a great organizational tool basically when you book your hotel and you book your flight you can forward all of those confirmation emails that you get to tripcase once you have an account and it will populate automatically in the app and keep everything in a nice easy to find place for you Uh, it's a lot easier than searching through your mail app for these confirmation emails all the info is right there it's organized by trip so if you have multiple trips it'll break them up so you can know where you're going at what time And it has been our experience that Tripcase will actually notify you of flight delays before the airline apps do. They are really on top of it.
0: Every time. I mean, and unfortunately, it's been a little bit uh, higher percentage lately, but every time I've had a flight delay, the Tripcase notification comes through at least 30 minutes before the airline. So they're really reliable. It was uh, it was kind of suggested to me, and I was on a solo trip. I downloaded it, and I was just like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, thanks for the tip." And then things went haywire. I got I got trapped in Texas by about a half inch of snow.
1: They do not like snow in Texas.
0: No, it was a dusting, and uh, everything went haywire. And so, TripCase pulls in all of the information for all of like the airline, the hotel. So once I left the hotel, and then realized I was stuck. It was a click of a button to call the hotel and see if they had rooms, get the shuttle to come back and get me. I didn't have to search for phone numbers. I loved, loved that. It makes me feel really safe when I travel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have it all in front of you. I like that too. But I think there is kind of a flip side to Tripcase because that's good if you're like just traveling by yourself. But I think there's another one uh, that's better for like group travel.
0: Yes. Um, so TripIt. TripIt is one that I used uh, on, our, on our recent trip. It had a lot of the same capabilities, but it was a lot easier to share the trip with TripIt, which is a little hard to say. So it had all the same capabilities, but I was able to add uh, my brother. We were in uh, you know separate rooms, so my brother was kind of the shepherd for my parents. <laughs> so it was really easy to update restaurant reservations so that if we were coming from... Um, somewhere else and they were coming from the hotel he had exactly the address and he was able to get them there um, he was able to add things to the trip whereas uh, with trip case I can share my trip with you and you can see it but it works like if you're picking me up from the airport you can't change it or add to it whereas if you're sharing if you have trip mates with you trip it was a lot easier to share <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well it's important to keep all your travel stuff organized but sometimes you're uh, you know you find yourself in a a new strange place and you're not quite sure where you're going and maybe maybe Google Maps is just not cutting it.
0: yeah I mean Google Maps is great no shade I, I love they definitely get me around the city lots of cities they have a great heads up feature that they added recently where for directionally challenged uh, folks like me. <laughs> Uh, it where it, you know you start the directions and it'll say head north on on Varick street i don't know which way am i facing you don't know which way i'm facing your phone so you can hit heads up and literally hold it up like a camera and there's a big arrow on the screen that's like <laughs> walk this way very helpful um so no shade to google maps google maps is great but something i've busted out when we're in other cities and we have to use public transportation is city mapper and I'm always surprised that the folks I'm with usually have not seen it before. They're like, "What app is that? How do you know all these things?" City Mapper. It's it's like Google Maps, but it's specifically for public trans. And they have, I don't know how many cities, but I don't think I've been to a city yet where I, it didn't automatically update when I opened it. Definitely really helpful getting around uh, Dublin. Oh yes. Because um, I just wanted to ride the tram. I want. I, it looked so cool and I didn't know anything about scheduling. I didn't know what it cost, how to get on it. So yeah, it gives you all of the information. It also tells you, based on where you're going, like if you have to get on a subway, it tells you which car is going to be closest to the exit you need to get out at. That is so specific. It, it gels with my type A soul. <laughs>
1: And I think it also kind of gives you a heads up when your stop is approaching, too, so you can prepare to get off the bus or train or whatever you're on.
0: Yes, it has a um, it has a get off alert, which makes noise and vibrates. When we first moved uh, north to Westchester, I took uh, I was taking a bus home once. And once you pass out of the Bronx, you can't see out of the windows. There are no streetlights. So I knew what street I had to get off at, but I didn't know when that street was coming. up. (laughs) So there's a map. You can share your trip with someone. So if someone's picking you up, they can see your little moving dot. And then the stop before yours, even on the subway, I've tested this on the New York City subway. It will vibrate and buzz and let you know that you need to get off. like, so if you fall asleep, it'll wake, <laughs> it'll wake you up. Um, yeah, that's it's really fantastic. It has not failed me yet. City Mapper has been so clutch.
1: i'm a I'm a big fan of map apps, but, Sometimes you find yourself in a situation where your phone is just not going to do you any good because you don't have any signal. Uh, That happens to me a lot when I go out into the woods, which is why this next app, AllTrails, is one of my favorites because you can download trail maps depending on which parks you're going to. Instead of having to sift through a state park website to find a map, which if you've done before you know is very difficult, Uh, AllTrails has basically a repository of maps for pretty much every park in the country. I haven't tested it internationally yet, but I suspect that it's fairly complete there too. But you can download the maps and basically you have them at your, your disposal anytime because it's on your phone. You don't need a signal to view it. And they're really good maps. They usually have you know the best trails highlighted and there's always a trail guide at the bottom. If it's a comprehensive map for a certain park, it'll definitely have a good map in all trails, and so when we go camping, uh, I always try to download a trail map so we can go for a nice hike.
0: Yeah, and it's it's very helpful um, for I won't say woods averse, but woods hesitant <laughs> folks like myself, because it does there is a social component to it. So you can read through and see other people's experiences. You know, they're all their trails are rated, but you can also look and say uh, this is very rocky or the trail is very flat. I don't have the best ankle support. (laughs) So it's nice to know if the trail is going to be, you know, it's very steep or some folks will say it's it's not that steep. So it's nice to be able to read through um, folks who have actually hiked the trails and know what I'm getting into in advance.
1: Really? I love going in blind. I'm like, man, I hope this one's going to be hard.
0: If all trails had information, we we took a cruise to uh, Bear Mountain, and I was specifically warned that the trail was extremely steep and rugged, and it it really was. So I feel like if all trails had a, a file on that specific like walk from the dock, they would have told me it's not that serious. Calm yeah, down. they
1: definitely overhyped that by a lot. It was not that tough at all.
0: No. So I I really enjoy um, both being able to get the maps in advance and have them. That makes me feel, again, very safe out there in the world. But I like the social component of it as well. I also really just enjoy um, using it, um, especially when we're in a city we haven't been to before. Um, Sometimes we just want to take a walk and we are night owls. So we like to take a walk after dark and it's not always accessible to just like walk around the city. Maybe it's not the safest thing to do or maybe there's nothing to see. Um, So especially when we're down in Florida, you know, there's so much coastline. It's nice to know where there is a nice well-lit beach path or a dock path or something that we can go check out. So it's not just trails, like hiking trails. It's also, you know, flat paved like loops or out and back trails within cities. So it's nice to know where you can go explore a little bit after dark if if you're in a town that shuts down kind of (laughs) early.
1: Too many of them do. So we're in a, strange new city that we've never been to before, and you and me, we're night owls, we like to stay up late, we're always looking for something to do in the evening. How do you know where to go? How do you know what to do? How do you know what's happening in your city? And if you listen to us for any amount of time or read any of the things we've written, you know we are all about live music. We love live music, we love going to see bands, and the next app, Bands in Town, is definitely like the go-to resource to see what live music is happening in whatever city you're in tonight i mean you can also use it to plan out too that's good but if you definitely just want to like go to a show and see who's playing bands in town will definitely let you know what's up and you know we're in new york so there are a lot of venues and a lot of live music going on at the same time so i imagine the choices are Good in other big cities, uh, but I definitely know from my New York experience hanging out, sometimes we go to mm. Chicago, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a good way to see, you know, who's around, who's playing, what do we want to go see?
0: I do like that, and I like that more and more bands are getting on it. You can follow bands, I don't even know how many bands I'm following, you can also uh, link it to your Spotify, which is great, because I forget to follow bands, so it, it just reads what I'm playing. My musical taste is uh, eclectic.
1: (laughs) That's putting it mildly.
0: So my bands in town, uh, what's happening tonight screen just kind of goes on and on and on. But I really, I like that because it'll show you a band maybe that's playing tonight or tomorrow that you've never heard of. And it'll also show you why it's suggested that, you know, based on your interest in uh, this band, this person's playing. So I'll say, okay, I've never heard of this band before, but if it's anything like this, you know, this band that I love, Let's check it out, and it's you know at this small venue, couple bucks cover charge. Let's go check it out. If it's terrible, then at least we got a beer and got to hear some live music. And so I really enjoy again. I like I like my social components like, in app form. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the social component of that app.
1: <laughs> well, you have a little more control over it. Exactly. You interact with it when you want to, and uh, don't when you don't. Yeah. <laughs> the next app that has been integral to our latest venture, which was our trip to Ireland, and was such an amazing like MVP of getting things organized and getting things planned, uh, Viator.
0: Oh my gosh, yes.
1: We used it to book almost everything that we did there, all the different tours that we did, all the different sites that we went to go see, all of it was done through Viator, and it was just the easiest thing in the world.
0: It really was. And I mean, it's, it's backed by TripAdvisor. So that's, that makes me feel a little better. Um, there are so many, if you look up any like Empire State Building, like if you just look up any big tourist, um, point of, uh, you know, tourist attraction, there are going to be so many, book your tickets here, get your tickets here. If you walk past the Empire State Building, there's like guys with signs. So you never really know what's reputable. It's a little, it's a little, it can be a little dicey. So that was fantastic. Um, They had really fantastic prices. We were able to book our group of seven easily. And once you put in the amount of people, it'll show you the times. So if we couldn't be on one tour, it'll show you, okay, you can't go at three, but you can go at five. And um, so, yeah, the prices were incredible. We did have to make a change. We We lost a traveler and then gained a traveler back. So I had to make a change and it was done through WhatsApp, which... I was hesitant to cause I'm old and that's like a, but it was so quick. Um, you know, they're international, so it's, it's the easiest way to, it's like texting, but it was so quick. They were so helpful and they just literally 30 seconds. They were able to <laughs> make our crazy changes. So that was, that was really interesting. And they had a lot of different types of ways of seeing the attraction. So something we had wanted to see was Newgrange, which I'm sure we're going to go into in depth in a later oh, I'm episode like
1: frothing at the mouth to start <laughs> talking about Newgrange, but that's another episode
0: um but you know it's it's a major major it's a unesco world heritage site it's a major thing that you do when you're in ireland and so they had a few different tours that included um you know new grange plus xyz so you could make sure that you saw the big attraction but then there were other ways to structure it and so they had like four or five different options and if you went directly to the new grange site like the prices weren't too different It was great because we didn't drive while we were there, so we needed transportation as well. And so that included, um, you know, it was a full service tours, Um, but it was really, really integral. And I I just can't say enough things about that. You can book. I think that, yeah, they have a book now, pay later. So I was able to book everything, make sure that everyone was actually going, and then commit to actually paying for the tickets. But yeah, it was wonderful. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that and you know, as the main point of contact for all the planning, I was a little stressed out. So they really took a lot of the stress out of the planning.
1: One of the things I do want to mention as you're listening is that all of these apps that we've talked about in this episode are ones that we actually use. We endorse these because they work for us and we have not been compensated in any way to talk about them. We're just talking about them because we're actually really excited to use them and we think they're great. So We have not been given any money. We have not been given any free stuff. It's all just stuff that we talk about because we actually dig it and believe in it.
0: I mean, I'm not opposed to money and free stuff. That's true.
1: I mean, you know, (laughs) guys, hit us up if uh, you want to give us some money to talk about your stuff. But for now.
0: But yeah, no, I will sing the praises. I mean, all of these apps, I am so easily frustratable. So like when I really am all in on like a, Piece of technology that I will use up space, valuable space on my phone for that I can't live without it. I mean it. I think the very last app uh, I want to talk about today is Get Your Guide. So there was one thing and one thing only that I couldn't book through Viator, and it was the the Guinness Storehouse, which you don't have to do, you know, in advance. But when you think of Ireland, you think of Guinness. So of course, it was sell. Everywhere I went was sold out. And I had heard that the lines can get very long, and we are impatient people, so I didn't. And it was, you know, it was a little chilly. So as the temperature goes down, so does my patience for standing around. Um, so get your guide is the um, the app. I had only used it once here in New York, and so I I had I saw it while I was while I was frantically Googling how to skip the line for the Guinness Storehouse, and that came up, and so I think it was like a a difference of like five dollars for the, you know, timed entry, skip the line, don't have to wait outside in the rain. And, um, they also had a book now pay later. So I was able to book it, make sure everyone wanted to go and then commit to the ticket. So that was integral. I love that because sometimes, especially with things like that, if you lose a a traveler, it's not always easy to get a refund. So I love not, I love being able to reserve what we need, but not fully commit to it until we're sure. (laughs)
1: Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for this tech episode. We do want to do another episode talking more about hardware and gadgets. But uh, for apps, I think this is a pretty good one. I think we listed off a bunch of stuff that we use to keep ourselves organized while we're on the road. And hopefully you guys listening will also be able to use them and uh, see what we're talking about.
0: Absolutely. Um, We have, I know we did a a blog post on um, apps we were using during the quarantine to stay sane. Um, So I think we're going to, Put these all down into a blog post so that with easily clickable links, so that if you're listening in your car, I know, please don't take the time to write any of this down. We'll do it for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, head on over to uh, metalandfire.com. Uh, it's metal and fire spelled out. And um, click on the podcast uh, link. You can get all these in easily clickable link format.
1: Until next time, be safe on the road.
0: See you out there.